Hi everyone, FDNY Chief of Department John Hodgins here. School is in session and we're back too, kicking off a brand new season of the FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids, just in time for Fire Prevention Week. I've said time and time again, while not every emergency or fire is preventable, there are steps we can take to help us stay safe if and when an emergency happens. Up next, we'll discuss being prepared, having a plan, and how to practice that plan. Take it away, Chloe. Thanks, Chief. Drum roll, please. Welcome to our 2022-2023 FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids. This important initiative is brought to you by the FDNY Foundation and its partners to educate kids about fire and life safety in New York City and beyond. Find us online at fdnysmart.org. Okay, everyone, are you ready? Let's count it down. Three, two, one. Be FDNY smart. Hi, everyone. I'm retired firefighter Danny Glover, and this is the FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids. With help from our student host, Chloe. Hi, everyone. We're bringing you our FDNY podcast that focuses on safety for kids. Thank you so much for joining us. We are coming to you from the FDNY Fire Zone. New York City's Interactive Learning Center. Where kids of all ages come to learn about fire and life safety. That's right, Chloe. Today, we're talking about being prepared by having a plan. In school, you have to be prepared, right? You have to bring your pencils and erasers, do your homework, reading, and follow your teacher's instructions. Well, the same is true for emergencies. We have tools and plans in place to help keep you safe. Do you know what one of the most important devices your family can have in your home is? Sure, I've been saying this a lot. I think if each of us had our own tablet and our own phone, we would be much safer. (laughs) Actually, I was thinking about smoke alarms. Oh, right. Smoke alarms. Of course. Working smoke alarms beep loudly to let everyone know that there's a smoke condition or fire nearby, giving you and your family an early warning in case you need to escape quickly. Smoke alarms should be installed where you sleep and on every level of your home. What does that button on the alarm do? Can I press it? That's the test button. Only working alarms save lives. So everyone should press the button to make sure it's working. A loud beeping sound like this means it's working. Once the alarm sounds, you should get out and call 911. If your smoke alarm makes a chirp, that means it needs a new battery. And if there's no sound or the sound is really low, then it's definitely time to replace the smoke alarm. Test your alarms every month. I'm going to make sure that everyone in my home knows about the different sounds the alarm makes and what to do when they hear it. Good thinking, Chloe. Speaking of different sounds, my cousin Manny, Manny Glover, is a spoken word poet. And he just sent me this fire safety poem he performed. Want to check it out? Cousin Manny? Okay, sure. Sounds fun. Good evening, kids, and welcome to Smokey's Cafe. Next up, his rhyming is distinguished. 
and he can fire extinguish. Put your hands together for Manny Glover. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, thank you, everybody. I really enjoy the vibes in here tonight. Good vibes in here, good vibes. I'm just gonna get into it. It's cool tonight, but the fire was hot. I got out safe, met at the spot. We prearranged, we all knew the place. We stayed low as we went, not stopping for toys or photos or cell phones. We stayed low, real low. The smoke, it rose and banked down. It was a quick path from my bedroom to the front door, just like I practiced. Uncluttered, a straight shot. Was it hot? Yes, but I kept my cool. I opened the door so my family was out just like we planned it. Was there ever a doubt? I closed the door to limit the spread of the fire and smoke that was up past my head. I closed the door and helped to contain all the heat, made it quick work for the firefighter fleet. Nobody wants a fire, but it came and now it's out. Glad we practiced our plan, plus remembered our route. Know your route. Find your way out. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Cool poem. Hmm, he's, he sounded really familiar. Know your route, find your way out. I like that. Wait, what's a route again? Well, for example, a taxi driver needs to follow a specific route to get a passenger from home to the airport. A football wide receiver runs a route from his place on the line of scrimmage to the exact location the quarterback is throwing the pass. And space shuttles follow a predetermined route when leaving and re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. Actually, I just found the definition online. It says, <clears throat> a route is a way or course taken in getting from a starting point to a destination. Exactly. So, we're going to plan the two best and quickest routes to leave our homes in case of an emergency. Basically, an escape plan. Remember to stay low, below the smoke, and go. Well, I knew we were talking about making a plan, so I already drew a little sketch of my apartment. Here's my room, my parents' room, the living room, bathroom, kitchen, hallway, and our front door. I just need to figure out the two best ways out. Oftentimes, the safest way to exit is through the front door. But if you can't get out that way, another option may be to leave through a back door or a window that has a fire escape. With an adult, you can discover different escape routes that are specific to your home. Make sure there's nothing in the way that would slow or block your swift exit. That means no scooters, bikes, or strollers blocking the door. And fire escapes should have nothing on them. Having a clear exit way will also make a clear entry way for firefighters and their equipment. 
Once you're outside, it's also important that your family has a meeting place, like a street light or a mailbox, something permanent. This way you'll know everyone got out safely. Oh, and practice, practice, practice. I can't wait to go home tonight and practice this escape plan with my family. Once we get good at it, we can try staying low and crawling to our exit, or finding our exit with the lights off. Great idea, Chloe. Hey, Hot Dog's here. Hey, Hot Dog, how was your summer? Good? Let's see if he has any messages from the field on his hotline for tips and safety information. Our firefighters call him and leave messages about what they're seeing and hearing from kids all around New York City. Hot Dog, do we have a message from the field today? Kids, he's nodding yes. Let's take a listen. Hey, Hot Dog. It's Lieutenant Tom Bendick from the FDNY Fire Academy. Kids are always asking why we tell them not to block doors or exitways with bikes, scooters, and baby strollers. We like to say that when the smoke alarm sounds, it might be dark, smoky, and hard to see. So having a clear, unobstructed path ensures that everyone can exit quickly and safely. Also, us firefighters can more easily enter your home to fight the fire. That's FDNY Smart. Talk to you later, hot dog. Say hi to Chloe and the team for me. Exits that are clear of clutter. I love it. Now, I'll toss it over to Chloe for her all-access interview segment, Conversations with Chloe. Hi, everyone. I am so excited. I've been given all-access to the FDNY. So inquiring minds, join me while I go behind the scenes and in the field to explore the nitty-gritty. Raise the doors to the firehouses and EMS stations and get the inside scoop with the greatest fire department in the world. Conversations with Chloe. My guest today is a familiar voice on the podcast, Captain Michael Kozo. He's the officer in charge of the Fire Safety Education Unit for the FTNY. Hi, Captain Kozo. It's so nice to see you again. Hi, Chloe. Glad to be here. So this October is a special anniversary for those in fire safety education. That's right. This year marks the 100th anniversary of Fire Prevention Week in the United States. Wow, 100 years? That's amazing. That's true, and it's observed each year in October to commemorate the devastating Great Chicago Fire. Here at the FDNY, we aim to practice fire safety and fire prevention every day. But during Fire Prevention Week, fire departments across the country raise awareness to teach fire safety to children and adults in their communities. Fires do happen, but we aim to prevent them and help keep everyone safe. We're learning all about how to plan our escape and practice it. I was wondering, do firefighters have to plan and practice just like the rest of us? Or do they already know what to do when a fire happens? Great question, Chloe. No two emergencies are the same. Firefighters are constantly practicing how to fight fires and respond to emergencies to ensure public safety and their own safety as well. Firefighters familiarize themselves with the areas they serve and even study the different buildings they might fight fires in. That way, they can plan the best ways to tackle an emergency before one happens. 
From a probationary firefighter to a seasoned veteran on the job, it's always helpful to practice our plans. And it's important for your families, kids and adults, to practice as well. Be prepared. Study your building and all its exits and stairwells. Be familiar with the layout of your home. Explore your options. Make a plan and practice exiting. Good point, Captain Kozo. Practice makes perfect. And it's nice to practice your plan when things are bright and calm, rather than dark and maybe scary. That's true, Chloe. We practice so that when a true emergency happens, we will react quickly and decisively because we might not have a lot of time. And running through your escape plan when things are calm and controlled will make it easier. Just remember to pick the route that keeps you away from fire. And smoke makes it tough to see and breathe. So crawling on your hands and knees keeps you underneath it. That's your best bet. That's right. Stay low and go. As always, great advice, Captain Kozo. Thanks for all your help and happy fire prevention week. Thanks, Chloe. See you next time, kids. Now let's send it back to Danny. He's got our after action review in Danny's do's and don'ts. Thanks, Chloe. I'm here with some FDNY smart kids to give us some final tips of the day. Hi, I'm Joe Jr. from Eagle Academy in Staten Island. To exit safely in an emergency, stay low and go. Your home should have clear exit paths. Windows, doors, and fire escapes should be clear of clutter. I'm Delphine, a third grader from PS29 in Brooklyn. Everyone in your home should plan and practice the best two ways to exit your home. Decide on a safe meeting place outside, like the corner of your block, or the tree across the street, where you'll gather and call 911. Great tips, kids. Now it's time for Danny's Do's and Don'ts. Do have working smoke alarms and test them on a regular basis. Remember, only working smoke alarms save lives. And don't block your stairways, windows, or doors. Fire escapes and hallways should be clear. The sooner you get out safely, the better. Hooray! Remember, for more do's and don'ts of fire and life safety, go to fdnysmart.org. We sure do appreciate all of you for listening and caring about fire and life safety. With millions of children and adults in New York City, the FDNY works hard every day to ensure our safety. But we all can help out. Everyone listening has the power to help those that live, work, and visit the city keep safe. You make a difference. Thank you for listening to our FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids. Thanks to Captain Kozo, our tipsters, and our student host, Chloe. Danny, don't forget Manny Glover. <laughs> How could we forget about Manny? Follow our fire and life safety mascots, Hot Dog and Siren, on social media and check out our website at fdnysmart.org for more safety tips. I'm retired firefighter Danny Glover, signing off from the FDNY Fire Zone. Until next time, be safe. Take it from here, Chloe. The FDNY Smart Podcast for Kids is an initiative from the FDNY Foundation and its partners. To learn more on how you can support our educational efforts, go to fdnyfoundation.org. 
And remember, be FDNY smart. Uh -huh.